the college basketball experience, big South conference preview for 2023-24 on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog has just added pick them scorchers where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right. Folks turn $5 into 500 in just one game. Plus every Sunday they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Get twenty percent off and free shipping with the promo code SGP at Manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off, free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use that promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for. Parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. This is my team, Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. to talk about it. I can't wait to talk a lot about a lot of these teams, especially, you know, one at what one game that's coming out in early November, but we're still in October. We're breaking down every single conference preview. All right. All 31 of them go out there, listen to them. They're all a bunch of them out are, are, are already out. I can't talk, but I'm excited. That's part of my excitement. I've had a lot of coffee this morning. So you're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to. And that's fair. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. We got the chat rolling along. Chase Davis is saying, holy shit, I've, I've been listening to you guys for a few years and finally catching out the live show. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, Chase. Preci- Ike. Oh, my guy, Ike B is in the chat. He's a Longwood Lancer alum. He's excited about the possibilities that the Lancers could be back dancing in March. Oh, I am joined by one of the many co-hosts. You've heard him on the college baseball experience. You've heard him on the other college basketball conference previews on the college basketball experience. You've even heard him previously on the MLB gambling podcast. Give it up for I need a, I need a, like a nickname here, but give it up for the LeBaron driving Chrysler living. Noah Beanick. How you doing brother? 
We prefer General Motors in this house, but how are we doing, Colby? Uh, look, I, I you're yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Anytime you can, anytime you can talk Big South basketball. It's funny. I was doing my prep for this episode over the past 24 hours, and I'm like, I kind of kind of love this conference. Kind of love this conference. It's like, you know, I know I say that for every conference because I love college basketball and I'm a fucking maniac. Yeah. But I mean, I real I like. I, I really enjoy a few watching game by game. A few of these schools. I know Ike B Longwood fan. I the past two years, Longwood has been like a really fun watch. In my opinion, that's one we're going to get to a couple others that I'm super excited to watch about this year, but uh, love me some big South basketball. That's why I'm excited to talk about it. Um, what'd you make of this conference, man? Dude, when looking through it, uh, it's always like when you take us some time away from the, uh, from the college basketball, uh, and transitioning like through college football or for me, college baseball to college football, getting back to some of these conferences where it's like, these are the conferences that really make you love college basketball because there are a few damn good teams that you just wish, like, I'm not one of these that are calling for the NCAA tournament to expand because I know definitely three big South teams aren't getting into the NCAA tournament, but I think three NCAA, uh, three big South teams could make some noise if they did get into the NCAA tournament this year. Yeah. And if they want to expand to 96, wherever the fuck Greg Sankey wants, you know, he's not talking about the big South. He's talking about nope. getting, he's talking about getting Vanderbilt in the NCAA tournament with a, uh, with the eight and 12 conference record or something like that. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about it before Colby. Like I truly believe that the best time for college basketball is conference tournament week. Not really the first weekend of the March madness because conferences like these, it's like the last time you see some of the teams play, you know? And I I think this is going to be a very fun conference race this year. I agree. Let's get into it. We got nine teams, by the way, if you are not familiar with the big South, you got Charleston Southern Gardner Webb, high point Longwood Presbyterian, the Highlanders, of Radford, UNC Asheville, South Carolina Upstate, and Winthrop. That were the Camels the only one that voyaged out of the Big South? Yeah, they jumped over. They're in the at the CAA now. Uh the Campbell Camels. We'll have more on them as we do the CAA preview in the next week or so. But uh but yeah man, I mean let's let's just jump right into it. Let's go alphabetically and start with the Charleston Southern Buccaneers coming off a 10 and 21 season, five and 13 in conference play ninth in the big South. Remember there was 10 teams, so they weren't actually dead last, but they were not very good. Uh, Barclay Rodball, Rodball is back for his 19th season as head coach in college hoops. And I'm excited to see the Buccaneer Fieldhouse rocking, um, but they lose substantial substantial minutes here. Uh, Claudel Harris, 17 and a half points a game. Gone. Talik Chavez, 11 points per game. Gone. Tyree Bryan, 10 and a half points a game, six boards gone. So they take some pretty big hits. Now they were active in the portal. I think that's what you gotta be in 2023. They brought in DJ Patrick from South Florida running with the bulls. Um, 
Patrick, uh, six points a game in Tampa. That's a nice kid. Uh, he's projected to start for them. Also brought in, brought in Quentin Bolton from New Mexico military. Jordan Tamu used to go to New Mexico military. If you know XFL football and Ole Miss football, um, brought in Amari and Savage from Eastern Washington. He dubbed the Eagles uh, where I watched the Eagles play live last year. Lewis Hutchison coming in from the Rams of Rhode Island. And he averaged nine and a half points a game as a freshman with Rhode Island. That's a nice good. I'm, I'm sorry. He averaged two points a game, nine and a half minutes with Rhode Island a year ago. That's a nice get though. A little a 10, a 10 love there. Um, also brought in noble days from the two lane green wave. He averaged just about a point there played about eight minutes. He's a grad transfer. Just gonna add some experience, uh, and then the Alan Summer or Sumler, I'm sorry, from uh, the Norse of Northern Kentucky, coming in now. I believe some of these may still be waiting on a waiver, which is always tricky. You know the NCA, this crooks. But uh, I mean, look, the the thing is, they only got three guys from a year ago that played over 20 minutes a game returning. They lose a lot of scoring production, but Taj Kelly is the guy to watch. I think the six, seven forward that averaged 11 points a game, almost six boards a season ago. If anything, I kind of am bullish on the front court with him and Caleb Clinton, but uh, I am very concerned about the guard play. All in all, I do have Charleston Southern towards the back of the conference. Noah, your thoughts on the Buccaneers. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. The Buccaneers, they lose three of their top fours from, or three of their top four scores from a last place Big South team or second to last place. Yeah, second to last Big yeah. South team from last year. It's tough to assume that's addition by subtraction because this year's team is young. Uh, the projected starting five includes three juniors, two sophomores. Uh, like you mentioned, only three players return with over 20 minutes of uh, per game experience from last year. Youth isn't the only concern for me. They lack height and length. Um, the goal for Coach Barclay Radabaugh, uh, I think, is to fit like to finish around 500 in the league is steep, um, but just retain as many as of these guys as possible for next year. Enter his 20th season at Charleston Charleston Southern with one of the more experienced teams in the Big South. That'll give you a chance to compete in the top half of the league. Yeah, I expect regression this year. And uh regression from second to last. <laughs> uh well no. Well, actually with them them lose to, there's only nine teams. I expect regression as far as scoring the ball. All right. Yeah, I don't think sure. they're gonna be able to score as good as, as a year ago, and I think they probably will be competing for last place. Um, I'll get to the pecking order at the very end here. But yep. Uh, let's jump over and talk about the running Bulldogs. Gardner Webb. They're fun. I, I enjoy them in football and basketball. Subscribe to the FTS College Football Experience, folks, if you haven't. Um, Tim Kraft entering his 11th college hoop season last year. Gardner Webb out, out of Boiling Springs, North Carolina. They were 15 and 16 overall, 10 and 8 in conference. They were a fun watch last year, in my opinion. Very fun watch. Um, they do t- they do get hit a little bit though. 
Kareem Reed, who averaged almost 12 points a game, six boards gone. Anthony Selden, just about 12 points, five boards gone. Uh, Ludovic Dufel gone. Um, six points a game there. So those are three guys combining for about you're you're getting literally about 29 points per game gone from a season ago. Now they do return my guy DQ Nicholas. I like to call him Dairy Queen Nicholas. All right. Um, he's good. All right. One of the better players in the conference, I think. Uh, he played 30, almost 31 minutes a game last year, 12 and a half points, four boards, three assists, 1.3 steals. So he's bringing it on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I like the guard play. Um, the, you know, uh, Lucas Stieber, Stieber might be, and Julian Samaro. Like those three guards, I like. Even though, you know, they don't light it up necessarily on the scoreboard besides Nicholas. They are very good defensively. And I think that's going to give them a chance to compete. Now the front court, they're going I I think they're going to go with the four guard lineup with Caleb Robinson and then Chikna Sissoko. But I'm intrigued on the transfers they brought in. Isaiah Richards coming in from the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana. Um that's that's one to me like that could be a sneaky good get. He's six ten. They ran, they had a good program down there uh, with with the Raging Cajuns. They were a pretty good team over the past couple of years. They also brought in Sahar uh, Lazar from New Mexico State, our favorite school there that uh, had a lot of off very fun year last year. <laughs> On and off the court, um, <laughs> so uh, they, they're bringing him. Um, they have a freshman, a couple of freshmen, JUCOs, stuff like that that they're excited about. I don't know. The front court is an area of concern. Caleb Robinson, though, is a, is a guy that I think is going to be asked to step up for this team. Uh, they also have, uh, you know, grad transfer guard Quest Aldridge on the on that bench. I love the guards, and I'm just going to take a shot on the guards being the difference. You know, when I especially think of these mid major leagues. I mean, any time in college basketball, if you bring back the guards, very important to me. I think you can find big men that can fill in and replace. Um, but I think that is the clear area, the area of weakness for the running bulldogs, but I'm kind of, kind of high on them having potentially another top four, top five finish again this year. How about yourself? Yeah, I, I like Gardner Webb this year. They lose two of their top three scores from last season, but uh, the roster still features plenty of experience by uh, running that pack line defense. You know, the unit should finish in the top corner of the league and give Gardner Webb a chance to win night in and night out. Uh, another reason why we loved watching Tim Kraft's team last year. Um, I'm pulling up the schedule right now. I mean, in their first three games, they lose by two to Colorado state and by six to North Carolina. Um, last year they were five and 11 in games decided by two possessions, AKA six points or less. So the bulldogs tasted success last year, um, but they were bouncing around one of the big South tournament um, DQ Nicholas played 30 minutes or more. Uh, or averaged 30 minutes a game last year, 12 and a half points, four rebounds, three assists. I think Coach Kraft will be encouraging DQ to create more of his own opportunities and result uh, of replacing last year's uh, top scores that they lose this season. Um, so look for him to step up uh, his play once again this season. I like Gardner Webb. I think this is a top half of the league finish for the Bulldogs here. They're a fun team. They're a fun team. I enjoy watching them. Um, 
I want to get to the next team here, but before I do that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience, Big South season preview. Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers too. Go five for five and pick up Scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. Whoa, yeah, that's right. And for a limited time only, Underdog's extended their first deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars, and they still got a hundred thousand dollars Sundays where they give away a hundred thousand dollars every Sunday. Yes, ten lucky players will win ten k each. And every Sunday. All right. Uh, so watch along, make picks, maybe make a little extra cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy. Promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Yes, Manscaped, who has taken a step. This is a step up from old Balloween. Remember Balloween a year ago? Uh, <laughs> uh, to bring you the, you know, bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. Yeah. So this season, no need to uh, toil and trouble manscapes. All new handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Look at me right now. I got this guy, this shit. It's just bothering me so many years. Uh, so many times I'll just go grab the, the shitty razors from, uh, you know, I don't know, CV CVS or something. And you know, you're in the middle of shaving, you're nicking your face, you get, get, come out of the bathroom looking like you've been, you know, in a tussle, your wife, your girlfriend's thinking about leaving you. Cause you look like just, just look like, you know, some guy out of a slasher film with your face all fucked up. You're supposed to meet her in-law, you're supposed to meet the in-laws, you know, it's just not a good situation. All right. I really recommend the handyman, because it's just, it's just smooth. You just turn the shit on. It's just going to take care of business. It was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of a, of a traditional shave. Having you look like you've been fresh off the meth pipe. You know what I mean? Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and use the promo code SGP for 20% off free shipping. It may be spooky season, but you don't want to scare people looking like shit. So give them something, give them something nice to look at, huh? With Manscapes handyman. That's what I'm talking about. Get 20% off in free shipping with the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com. Use that promo code SGP for a look as sweet as candy. Get yourself handyman from manscaped. All right. We are back. On the college, Colby. Thank you, thank you. You know, it's Halloween. Look, and I'll be honest. I was gonna shave yesterday. Went to the dentist yesterday. Guess what? Woke up a little later than I thought I would. Didn't shave because when you use that shitty little shaver, <laughs> it takes time. It's time consuming. That's why I need the manscaped. Uh, and I, I got it. I got it coming. I, I ordered the handyman. Handyman's on the way. All right. There you go. Uh, yeah, you can't nick. That's what I'm saying. You go in there, you look like a maniac. You look like, you know, Buster Douglas coming out of there. All right. Um, I'm excited about this next team. Um, <laughs> Chase says, Kobe, you got to wear a mask if you're if you're trying to not scare people, especially for me M- with my mug. You kidding me? Got all this gray hair and shit too. Um. 
Yeah. Um, let's let's get back to to picking picking projections. All right. Uh, the Big South. They're done with. They're done with the family affair, and I'm talking about the High Point Panthers. Tubby Smith, his kids, they're gone. Get the Smiths out of there. Now they hire Alan Huss, and I'm very curious. So last year, High Point was 14 and 17, 6 and 12 in the Big South. You probably heard me bitch about this team a lot last year because, damn, if like they didn't have moments where I thought they're good, and then I would be on them, you know, when the season tips were here every single night of the season. So, I mean, to credit, I mean, go right off that point, eight and one to start the year. Yeah. I was convinced I was buying stock in high point. <laughs> and uh, then they just started making me look like a fool night in night out. Um, they go out and hire Alan Huss from Crichton, Michael Crichton. Um, Jaden house is gone. Zach Austin's gone. Those guys combined for about 31 and a half points a game. But even the bench, deep on the bench, Bryant Randleman's gone. Emmanuel Uzunabor's gone. Ahmad Harvey gone. Emil Flowers gone. Alex Holt gone. It's a lot of players gone. But to me, clean house. Fuck it. You know, I'm intrigued by the hire of, of Huss. Uh, I know, I know the Creighton can score. I feel like Creighton can always score. So he goes out in the portal. Well, first off, he brings back Abadule uh Thiem, who who played about 30 minutes a game as a freshman. 13.6 points per game. I'm intrigued. Very intrigued. He's like the one guy they bring back. Maybe Justin Taylor or Bryson Childress on the bench, but I'm intrigued that he was able to bring back such a good freshman from a year ago. Now, they went out in the portal and and, and man, they bring in Kamani Hamilton from Mississippi State with Chris Jans and company. They bring in Duke Miles from the Troy Trojans, who averaged 14 points a game there. Uh, they go out and get Trey Benham from Lipscomb. Uh, seven points a game there with, with Lipscomb. Liam McKesney from uh from Illinois State. Ke- uh, Kiza Giffa. Giffa from Daytona state who needs to start their football program. Um, and they're waiting on a couple other guys that I think they're very excited about pending waivers. D Barnes from Southern Utah, the Thunderbirds and Pablo uh, Duzibia from, uh, from the Maryland Terrapins. I mean, you want to talk about the hardest team to read? It's probably this one, but I actually came away kind of, kind of, impressed about what they did in the portal. And I kind of like the hire of Huss. Noah, what do you think of the Panthers? Yeah, I'm right there with you. This one probably is one of the tougher ones to read. Um, in 2022, or you kind of went over all the Smith stuff, but uh, something was good with this roster, then quickly spoiled and result high point. They move on from the family. They bring in Huss. This roster saw crazy turnover. If you told me that this team finished in the middle or the upper tier of the big South with good seasons from Duke miles, Abdullah Thiam and Kamani Hamilton. Who's the Mississippi trans Mississippi state transfer that they're high on here. I don't think I'd be shocked because I, I do think that Huss might turn out to be a good coach, but in general, this is just not a situation that I typically love to get behind. 
He's a first time head coach. He loses seven players from a team that was perceived to have pretty good talent. Um, and uh, house, they lose house, which was a big loss and bring in nine new players to a new program with a brand new head coach. It's just not a situation that I love to get behind. All right. I'm I'm super excited to see your pecking order because I, I maybe I was a little more bullish on hyper really? than I, I, I just I just think like that top tier in this conference. Oh, I don't have him in the top tier. I have him in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um all right, let's 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 talk about the Lancers. All right. I we've been sitting here <laughs> dancing around uh Ike's favorite team, former Longwood Lancer himself. Uh, super entertaining team to watch uh, as Griff Aldridge enters year six there in Farmville, Virginia. They were 20 and 12 a year ago, 12 and six in the big South. Um, this is a fun team over the past couple of years and they go out and they get uh, no, actually they lose Isaiah Wilkins, one of their better players and also Deshaun Wade. Those two combined for like about 23 points a game. Uh, they also lose Zach Watson. And Nate Lateris, as well as Leslie, oh boy, Nikirwum, uh, Nikirwum. <laughs> I can't fucking pronounce that. I can't pronounce that guy's name. Uh, but anyway, look, they have newcomers coming in. Well, first off, they return Waylon Napper, which I think you gotta like. They return Da Houston or Da Houston. I don't know if that's uh, and and Michael Christmas. You gotta like that. All right. Um, those three guys and, and uh, Jesper Gr- uh, Granlin, some guys that played some, some serious minutes for them a year ago. Um, they go out in the portal and they bring in Jonathan Massey from uh, from McNeese State. Massey double digits there with the Cowboys dips out. Will Wade comes into McNeese. You want to traditionally leave Will Wade situations unless you're getting bags of cash. So um, <laughs> he heads out to to the Lancers and. Um, they also bring in uh, Johan uh, Zimi from uh, Independence Community College. There, also they go out and get Zaxby Z- uh, Sunderland from from East Carolina. I mean, look, it wasn't working out with the Pirates, but you know, could have stayed and stuck it out and showed showed some toughness. But it's okay. Go go to. They brought in chicken with Zaxby's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm joking, man. Zunder Sunderland could couldn't. He wasn't killing it in Greenville. So he's looking for a better opportunity. Like we all would uh, Elijah Tucker coming in from Xavier and the Musketeers. And uh, the youth, they also went and got a uh, Zyman Zapala from uh, Utah state. A good program there. And Logan, um, I kind of think I like the guard play here. I, I actually, it's it's really who's going to step up in the front court. Michael Christmas definitely going to be that guy, I think. But still, I'm talking about the big man spot. Uh, Zapala, seven foot senior, could he be the guy? Uh, and that's one thing that strikes me here is getting some of that. You don't see a lot of seven footers in mid major land, and that could be could be substantial get there. He's by far the tallest player on the team. If anything, the closest other players are uh, Trey Hicks. And uh, and Elijah Tucker at six eight, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how this works with Zapala. But I can tell you this: I like the guards. I like potentially the starting five. So, uh, 
I kind of think they're going to be a top three team again. What do you make of the Lancers? So first off, uh, with the beneficiary of Ike being in the chat for us, he's telling us that they got a new arena and he'd like us to shout it out. Everywhere I looked actually has not updated this, but it is true. They they have a new arena. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, Joan Perry Brock Center. Joan Let's go. That thing's Perry looking fresh. Brock Center. I need to get over there for a Lancers game. And they need to start their football program too, though. Come on, Virginia, ton, tons of great high school football. What are you doing? What are you doing? The Hulk, you, you, dude, you watch all over college football. They got fucking studs from Virginia everywhere. Everywhere. It's like, what's going on? Start your football program. I know you're a small school. <laughs> start it. FCS, baby. Let's go, Lancers. Shout out to them getting a new basketball facility, though. Uh, your thoughts on, on Longwood, though, man? Yeah. So over the years, we've loved the ride Longwood. And if Mac was on the show, I'm going to say what he'd probably say. Um, and I'd agree with him. This is a culture play. Um, you have to trust what Griff Aldrich has built at Longwood. This team may not look as strong on paper as in years past, but the entire projected starting five seniors year in and year out. This is one of the best offensive teams in the big South. You have to think that Aldrich will have Michael Christmas dropping presents every day. Uh, this Longwood team is definitely going to be a top half team. I have trouble getting behind them competing for a big South title. Ooh. I think there, are, I think there are a couple of teams that might be better here in the preseason, but I would not be surprised if Aldrich has this team competing for one, but I'm just telling you, that's not how I'm projecting it here today. Uh, he's coming for you, Ike. Um, I got him finishing uh, in the top half. I think that's uh, actually, I have him finishing fourth. I do too. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll get to it in a second. Uh, the exact pecking order, but I'm excited for him. Next up, let's talk about Presbyterian, the Blue Hose. Coming off a five and twenty-seven season where they were just one and seventeen in conference. Quentin Farrell, it's time to put up or shut up. Um, Jalen Forrest and Winston Hill are gone. Two solid contributors from a year ago. Even Owen McCormick and Terrell Ard. All together, you're losing uh, about, I would say, uh, about 36, 37 points a game from a year ago on a team that only won one conference game. Um, incoming, intriguing. They got a couple freshmen they like. They got also went out and got Samaji Teal from Winston Salem State. Teal was a stud at Winston Salem State. Stepping up a division though. Um, also from Francis Marion, Jonah Pierce. Once again, this guy was a stud, but stepping up a level. Also got Jamari Harvey from UNC Wilmington with the Seahawks. Uh, who, you know, you got about 13 minutes a game with the Seahawks last year, caught him in person, uh, playing and playing last year. Also Caleb Scott coming in from Georgia state. Um, interesting. You've got about 11 minutes a game there at Georgia state in the Sun Belt. Okay. Active in the portal. Can that result to wins? Can that result to wins? They return a lot of production too. Uh Colby Stewart. Or I'm sorry, Kobe Stewart back uh, 21 minutes a game, seven points, five boards. Also uh, reddish Roan, uh, a fifth year senior guard, 29 minutes a game, a season ago, seven points. Uh, Marquise Barnett also 31 minutes a game, a season ago, nine points a game, five boards. 
Uh, Crosby James, a uh, backup guard there, 24 and a half minutes a game, you know, nine points a game. That that's a lot of minutes returning. Question is, is how are these transfers do? Because someone's got to score the ball. They lost a lot of offensive production. You know, either to graduation or the portal. Um, and they play at the final Templeton PE Center. Nobody walks into the Templeton PE Center and gets a dub, folks. Um, yeah, I got this team towards the back. You you probably didn't play like phone app games, but this is the Temple run. If you but, knew what that game was. I don't know that, that game. Was, that was a big game. But um, the, the world does, not me. <laughs> Uh, anytime a team pulls like this many uh, transfers outside of the D one ranks, it's always tough for me to project. That's not really my specialty. I've heard of uh, a few schools uh, that some of these guys are coming from just from playing uh, baseball, to D two NAIA Juco ranks. However, uh, you know, when a team I'm reading everything that they're relying on them to kind of step into some pivotal roles. Um, they had great years where they came from. They're taking a step up, like you mentioned. Ultimately, for me, it comes down to coaching. And when you have to dive into Quentin Farrell's record or resume here, he had five wins last year with only one conference win. He had 12 wins in 2022 with only four conference wins. He had seven wins in 21 and 10 wins in 2020. You just can't trust Hose, especially Blue Hose. Sorry, Avatar. This team's a bottom (laughs) half team of the league for me, too. Yeah, I mean... Not very, not, they have their, they're getting better in football though. Blue host fans <laughs> subscribe to the FCS college football experience. Um, yeah, let's keep it going, man. Because I mean, I don't think they were, I thought they were one of the teams you kind of definitely understood in this conference, but uh, let's jump down and talk about the Highlanders Radford uh, 21 and 15 a year ago, 12 and six second in the, uh, the big South. They went to the CBI Darius Nichols. I think a really good coach. Obviously, if Mac was here, he'd tell you, damn good coach and and big future for him. Uh, as Radford, you know, lost lost some production from a year ago. Uh, Shaquan Jules gone, Josiah Jeffers gone, um, uh, Niang gone, Suleiman uh, Koresi gone. But I kind of think those were like maybe some good defenders, some good rebounders, but not much when it came to the scoring side of the ball, all in all losing those four guys about uh, 23 points a game considering. So incoming, well, first off returning Daquan Smith uh, for his fifth year, 31 minutes a game, 14 points a game last year. He's back. You've got to love senior guard play. Uh, Brian Antoine also back 28 minutes uh, He's the game. Villanova transfer too. Yeah, yeah. Wait, was he? Was, that was two years ago though. He was no, Nova yeah. transfer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm just but, saying, Villanova guards—they're like gold in the portal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at the returning production too, Justin Archer, the big man, uh, 24 minutes a game. Even the the backup guard play, Keon Giles, guy played 22 minutes a game a season ago. Um, they have some minutes back and then they're very, they were very active in the portal, bringing in a uh, transfer from Indian Hills. Great name here. Truth Harris. They're super excited about truth Harris to complement that guard guard play of going with the three guard lineup of Smith, Antoine and truth Harris. Um, 
I'm excited to watch it. And then uh, they went out and got from Lenore Ryan, uh, TJ Naismith. Interesting there. 20, he averaged about 17 points a game. We'll see how it works out in the Big South. Also, Chandler Turner coming in from Bowling Green. Um, at Bowling Green last year, this is a grad transfer from Bowling Green. He played 25 minutes a game in the MAC, about nine points, five boards. Once again, I think the MAC's stronger conference than the the Big South, so I think that's a substantial get for the Highlanders. And you add in some of that returning production they have, whether it's uh, uh, Yamazaki or uh, DeAndre Pierce, who as a freshman just got a little bit of burn, but a six ten freshman. I think they're excited about. I think this is a pretty deep team. I have them competing for a championship uh, in the big South. What do you think of the Radford Highlanders and my statement? So I, I kind of, I really like this team and I'm kind of right there with you as well. If there was one nitpick that I have is kind of this roster lacks a little bit of size as that was their weakness last year. And they need to find a point guard that they're able to be comfortable with. Um, If they do that, uh, specifically the point guard, the size isn't going to be fixed, but with a, with a point guard, this team's going to be dangerous in the big South, the Highlanders, they return the top four scores from last year. The projected starting five contains three seniors and a junior. You have to love that both Daquan Smith and Brian Antoine are sharp shooting guards that hit over 40% of their threes from last year. Darius Nichols is a great coach with the Highlanders. They tied for second uh, last year in the big South with a CBI semifinals appearance. I think they're going to do more of the same this year. Um, and even looking at the schedule should be fun early on in the season, opening day, North Carolina um, could, could be a, an ATS darling there. Um, and then November 15th circle, this one could be a money line dog. They play VCU lots oh. of turnover there. New oh, coach. They're going to hit. They're going to win that. They're going to win that. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that spot. And then uh, Darius Nichols goes to West Virginia for Mac and company. So that one should be fun. I like Radford as a top three team here in the big South. Me too. Me too. All right, let's move along. Talk about the bulldogs, my bulldogs from a year ago, my bulldogs that I think are going to give the Wolverines hell the first week of November. I'm talking about UNC Asheville. They need to start their football program. That's unbelievable that they don't have their football program go up. But look, this is this is a really good this is a really good team. Asheville, North Carolina, awesome city. Highly recommend it. Um, and this is a team 27 and eight a season ago, 16 and two in the Big South. They went they went dancing. Mike Morrow enters his sixth season there in Asheville. And look, I know they, they lost Jones, who was one of their better players a season ago, about 15 points a game, five boards. Uh, the, they also lost a couple other guys, Alex Codwell and uh, Amadou Cilia. But those all together, I mean, I, Jones was the big hit at 15 points per game, just about. Um, they have Drew Pember. Drew Pember. 33 and a half minutes a game a season ago. Remember there was talk that he could, he could have played pro ball, you know, somewhere 21 points per game, nine boards. Oh man. 2.3 blocks. He's back. Best player in the whole conference. Without a doubt, without, without 100%. a fucking doubt. Yeah. Um, and here's what I'm super excited about. I, I I'm really excited about this team this year because, okay. You got to find someone to step up for, for the loss of, of, of uh, 
Tajan Jones, but yeah. And, and, uh, but at the same time they return Fletcher, Abby or Abby, I think it is um, Nick McMullen. These guys played substantial minutes. Caleb Burgess. They played substantial minutes a season ago. Uh, Jamon battle fifth year senior. This is a fit. How many fifth year seniors are They're, on this team? Th- this is one of the notes that I had. Yeah. They have eight unfucking believable. Unfucking believable. So um, they go out in the portal. They land Josh Banks from VCU, which I think was a, is a good get because to play for VCU on the under Mike Rhodes, you gotta you gotta know how to play defense. And, you're and he was he was practicing every day with Ace Baldwin. I mean, yeah. that's the only reason why he's not more uh, more has more run. And you know, you're normally super athletic too. Yeah. Uh, traditionally, that's that's been the v, VCU makeup. But they also get Greg Gant from NC State. This is a guy that played 17 and a half minutes, fifth year senior from NC State. I think this by is the, a, by the way, game. both guys that you just highlighted, 41% three uh three point shooter, 43% three point shooter, respectively. Yeah. Well, and then how about the Evan Johnson get from Georgia State? This is a junior. Last year with Georgia State with the Panthers in the Sun Belt, he played 26 minutes a game, nine points per game. This team, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I got them finishing first. I think they're gonna be a tough out for anybody that plays them. I'm very high on this team and I think they're going to be better than they were a season ago. Yeah. I'm kind of right there with there. Like you're telling me that 2023 big South player of the year, Drew Pember returns with eight experienced seniors with him. Um, I don't think you need to say more. Uh, Mike Morrell's bulldogs are once again, capable of winning a game in the NCAA tournament last year. They were kind of run out of the building. They had a bad draw against UCLA. Um, Colby. What if I told you that this team is getting nine and a half points on opening night, uh, according to Torvik against Michigan? Stop it. <laughs> That's one of my locks, Sam. That's one of my locks. Yeah. Those are the mo- those are my Wolverines. But there are no there's no way in hell. Pember's the best player on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Nine and a <laughs> half? I understand the crowd will be there, but come on. I mean, just a short preview of this team. For Michigan, my boys, Olivier Conway, and then uh, and then what else? <laughs> yeah, uh, we have Doug McDaniel and Terrace Reed returning, but I mean, this is an experienced UNC Asheville team looking to wreck a a, a home opener for I a love this Asheville high team. major team. Start your program, Asheville football wise too. <laughs> I mean, come on, the Mountain Town that's just that's just a fucking great town. They should be they should have football and basketball. They should have football and basketball. Um, folks, look before we get to the next one, I want to tell you. That the college basketball experience is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Yes, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Um, look, research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays, download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with hall of fame bets. All right. We're back on the big South 2023, 24 season preview. And here we go. Um, I mean, I kind of feel like if you're talking big South, this could be a sneaky team, South Carolina upstate, the Spartans. 
Dave Dickerson is back for his sixth season. They were 16 and 16 a year ago, 10 and 8 in conference. They went to the CBI, lost in the first round, but they did lose a slew of guys, mainly Jordan Ganey, 15 points a game, stud. Uh, but they also lost a slew of reserves. Meister um, Goodlow, seven points a game. Uh, Kadarius Smith, eight points a game. And a couple other reserves, but they still bring it. They bring back some some key guys, Justin Bailey and uh, Trey Broadnax. Um, both those guys played thirty minutes a game for them a year ago, averaged in double digits. Huge guys to come back on this team. You also have a bunch of other returning production. Nick Alves, uh, the other guard spot, seventeen minutes a game. Also. Uh, how about uh, Jordan Surratt coming back? Freshman as a freshman played about 16 minutes a game. I look for him to take a big jump. Also, Amir uh, Langless, Lang, yeah, I, I'm probably butchering your name, Amir. But you, uh, you, you're solid. You 14 minutes a game last year. I think you're gonna you, now. The fact the starting position is his, I think could jump up. You also have Floyd Rideau Jr. 17 minutes a game a season ago. All of that production coming back, and then you go out in the portal. You land Miguel Ayisa from William and Mary with the tribe. You also bring in uh, Patrick Iriel from Spartanburg Methodist. Oh, stepping up a division, and also Jorge Ochoa from the Catamounts of Vermont. Um, all penciled in to be reserves for the most part. Um, what do you make of this of this squad, man? I think this is a team. When I was going through this, that could surprise a little bit. Now I don't think they're going to be top three, but I'm saying night in, night out, you might get bit by Sparty one of these nights. What do you make of Upstate? I like the term scrappy. I think last year they were young and scrappy. This year they're still going to be kind of young and scrappy. They lose their leading scorer in Jordan Ganey, but the duo of Trey Broadnax and Justin Bailey returns Bailey. He was a freshman that played 30 minutes a game last season, putting up 10 points per game. If you can get him to elevate his game going into his sophomore year, it would certainly lessen the blow of losing Ganey. If if everything goes right, this could turn into like that sleeper dark horse USC upstate team that finished in the top half of the big South last year. Uh, It's going to be tough because the next team, the last team that we're going to talk about is not going to be as bad as they were last year. Um, but USC upstate could definitely come finish in the top half of the league again. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and let's get to that other team, the Winthrop Eagles. Yes. Um, Mark Prosser, son of skip Prosser, uh, rest in peace, legendary uh, college basketball coach at what Xavier and wake forest. Um, 15 and 17 a year ago, 10 and 8 in conference, finished fourth in the Big South. Uh, they lose Corey Hightower and uh, Toneri Lane and Howard Fleming altogether. It's about, I would say, 28, 29 points a game. Um, but they return. Kason Harrison and also sincere McMahon that combined for first, they both played about 30 minutes a game. They together, this backcourt put together about 
25 points per game. Those guys are back, which you gotta be high on it. Also the big man, Kelton Tolford, uh, six, seven senior, you know, 16 points a game a season ago, eight boards. You gotta love this nucleus of this team that is returning. Especially knowing that Chase Claxton, their other forward, played about 30 minutes a game. He's back as well. Um, a couple reserves at Isaiah Wilson at the backup guard spot. He's a senior. He's back 23 minutes a game a season ago. Uh, that is a, a bit substantial. Then what they brought in the portal, Nick Johnson coming in from New Hampshire with the Wildcats is an interesting get. Played 33 and a half minutes a game with the with the Wildcats. He's a great, he's a senior. 13 points a game over there with the Wildcats. And then Bucknell transfer, Alex Timmerman coming in. 20, he's a grad transfer again. 28 minutes a game there. 11 and a half points per game, seven boards. I like these additions here on this roster. I'm buying in. I think this is going to be a much improved team. So, uh, what do you make of 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 this team, man? Yeah, you have to love the continuity of this Winthrop team. Last year, they lost a few key pieces due to injury, and they finished fourth in the Big South. It was Winthrop's worst record since 2013. So, taking that into account, you know that this team is going to just be better immediately. Um, and I'll get it. I'll get more into it in a second, but I, I immediately, I like looking at some of the schedules in the preseason, where can I pick out some spots that I can take a team that I'm definitely going to be higher on than the rest of the market. I mean, this team finished their record last year was 15 and 17. They lost eight conference games. That's not your typical Winthrop. game one. I like Clemson this year, but they play Clemson on Torvik. Uh, Kent Palm has not come out yet with 2024 games but they're getting 16 points against Clemson. Clemson does not blow out teams by 16 points. That game is going to be close. Then you scroll down. They're going to be favored in a couple of games. I'm going to target heavily. They are at Georgia, November 24th. They're getting 10 points. I think they can win that game outright back to this team. Despite <laughs> the injuries last year, Mark Pro, uh, Prosser's offense finished atop the league and thus gave many depth pieces, some experience that they are going to use this season. Just like UNC Asheville, this team also returns eight seniors that will be important contributors this season. All eight of them averaged at least 22 minutes a game in their last season. They played, of course, for Michael and Numba. He missed all of last season due to injury. He is an excellent defender and was probably some reason why this team was very bad defensively. He's the best defensive player. Um, and He's a transitionable wing that can handle the ball and shoot it well. He's a key piece that, I mean, they were missing. And I think uh, Th Prosser was saying that it was uh, a big damper on this team going into the season. So Winthrop is going to be much improved this year. They're going to challenge for a big, uh, big South title and could even pull an upset if they get into the NCAA tournament with this really experienced group. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, okay. So let's get to our pecking order because I'm big on, I'm big on Winthrop as well. Me too. Let's start with number nine. Number nine. I have his Presbyterian. I do too. Number eight. The Charleston Southern Buccaneers. Me too. Number seven. The High Point Panthers. Correct. Wow. Number six. I put the South Carolina upstate 
what are they? Spartans. Yes. Yeah. That was my number six. You too. Yep. Jeez. We didn't, I swear we didn't talk before this. Folks. No. At number five, I have the Gardner Webb running bulldogs. Yep. This is the chalkiest conference of all time. At it's going to be fun though. There's going to yeah. be, there's going to be some shake. At Definitely. number, at number four, I have the Longwood Lancers. Yes. Oh no. At number three, I have Winthrop. No, I have Radford. Oh, there we go. Finally. We and at go. number one, UNC Asheville. So we just, oh, that's I, incredible. I have Winthrop two and UC, UNC Asheville number one too. <laughs> We didn't even need to do this episode folks. No, I'm joking. Uh, f- <laughs> folks, uh, I'm curious your thoughts, hop on over to uh, the college basketball experience uh, on, on, uh, on iTunes or wherever and give us a five-star review, leave your comments. Maybe you think we're idiots uh, and that's fair. Um, but I do think UNC Asheville providing everyone stay healthy is going to make a run to the big dance, but I'm intrigued. Let me ask you this. What would be the, who's the surprise team here? Is it Gardner Webb? Uh, the sleeper team's Gardner Webb. I think who would be the, who could be the biggest disappointment? Could it be? I think, I think if we're talking about it, like a team that falls off from expectation, it's Longwood. Mm, mm. I don't know if it's going to be a disappointment season, but I, if I have them, I have them finishing fourth. You have them finishing fourth. I don't think that's where they want to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be fascinating to watch folks. Once again, remember when the season tips November 6th, that means that we have an episode out November 5th talking about every single game that ever happens in college basketball. We fucking cover it. All right. D one college basketball. Uh, give Noah Beanick a follow on Twitter at Noah B 77 underscore. I got that right. Yep. Okay. There we go. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow. The college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, also, like I said, where you can watch this episode, youtube.com slash the college experience all season long. We'll be here. You can watch it. Um, so subscribe over there. It's the hub for all of our college shows. Once again, I host the, the college football experience where we talk FBS college football, every single game there. I also, host, I, I pulled up that? odds real quick. If you don't mind me sure. stopping you here. Sure. Um, Winthrop plus one ninety, Asheville plus 200. What? <laughs> yeah. They are Can, not the favorite to win. I'm all over Asheville. I love Asheville plus 200. That's fucking good. odds. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah, folks get on over there. Shop to you drop. Uh, like I was saying, youtube.com slash the college experience, the hub for all of them, the college football experience, the college basketball experience, the FCS college football experience, the college baseball experience, the big 12 experience all on youtube.com slash the college experience. Those are all separate podcasts. If you're looking for iTunes, Spotify, whatever, uh, please, if you can hop on over there, five stars, talk, come talk college hoops with us, by the way, in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Also check out the sports gambling podcast, which I'm part of as well. They go live every Friday on VEASAN V S I N that's VEASAN the network, Brent Musburger's network on YouTube TV from live from Las Vegas, every single Friday night, subscribe, tell a friend, check it out. Shout out to everyone in the chat and uh, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store folks. And uh, yeah, if you uh, if you're watching this right now, football, we have a week seven preview and picks in about 20 minutes. So check out that, folks. And uh, yeah, until next time, this 
is the Big South 2023-24 college basketball season preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Get ripped apart. Save the cookie cutter mother for 106 apart. Huh? Cause if your liquor will lie, sip your heart. You never dumb it down, dog. If you're smart, I throw out a couple of lines. Biters are quick to cross. This year you want a dick to lie. Piss you off, it goes. Tits and bras, lips and jaws. I use my common sense to see the bitching off. Good thing you got the market corner. Kids and moths. Grip the rag, drop it as you slip and fall off. Another career spear. Thanks for trying to block. You get an A for effort and an effort. Shut the fuck up. Here's a hint. Put down the mic, you catch a glimpse. And keep them eyes wide when you see me. Mike's I sees them. So when you see him, you got a good reason to look. Catch a glimpse. A lot of these heads need to improve their improv. Talent's not a program. You download the install. Quality spread through hard work, no involved. My peers respect me cause I'm genuinely involved Beyond gathering names to build up my money list You decide friendships and pounds and suicide and bloody risk Come equipped or leave empty handed They don't call me C's for nothing See the camera? Smile, click Here comes the picture You act like a child Manhood don't fit ya I'll break your whole style Down to a bumper sticker I never need a gun to lift ya Here's a hint Put down the mic and catch a glimpse And keep them eyes wide when you see me Mike's I sees them So when you see him You got a good reason to look Catch a glimpse